In today's show, we're looking at Thursday. Who can we stream in on one of the last remaining streamable days of the NBA season? Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here to look at Thursday who we can stream in. It's only five games so it is one of the only streaming days left after Wednesday. Um, with a 11-game Friday and 15-game Sunday. So we're going to talk about those five games, what we're watching for, what we can do. So, Wani. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the first game, it features the Cleveland Cavaliers and our Orlando Magic. Magic just continue to be very competitive in every game they're playing. We saw this game two days ago. Two days ago? Yesterday. Yesterday is when we saw it. And the Cavs just got over the line. You'll see the Cavs have two games left Thursday, Sunday. So if you do have a fringe Cavs player, which probably only is Dracaris Levert. Dracaris. I saw someone asking, hey, what is that sound drop from? It's from um, House of the Dragon. That's, yeah, it's from House of the Dragon. It's the old Valyrian word for, hey, dragons, breathe fire on somebody. Pretty sure that's how it translates. Anyway, Dracaris Levert, he's probably the only one of those guys you'd consider dropping. Like, you're not going to drop the Koala, Eucalyptus Ev, Evan Mobley. You're not going to drop Jarrett Allen, Don Mitchell, Darius Garland, because you all play those guys on Sunday. Levert, you probably won't. Um, the Magic go Thursday, Friday, Sundays. Friday is a potentially streamable day with 11 games on. That's just going to depend how your roster looks. And then if you're yeah, after Friday on Sunday, like in your fringe guys are probably like a Cole Anthony. If you did stream a Goga Badadze, maybe it's a Wendell Carter, but who knows? Like so much stuff's going to happen with guys sitting. Like the Cavs might sit everyone on Sunday. That's possible as well, even though they've been playing their players 50 minutes a night. Akora will be out, I'm guessing. Dylan Winless questionable. The Magic don't have anyone on the injury report. So I do want to watch Levert, who's getting a ton of minutes. Now they are playing everyone insane minutes. Mitchell's played 40, 40, 40, and 41 minutes. Um, Mobley's played 40, 40, 40, 41, 39, and 35 minutes. Garland has played 39, 38, 41, 38, 39, 38 minutes. It's insane. It's actually crazy. And I don't know why, because they're basically locked in. And now they play the Magic and the Hornets. So there could be some real downtick in production if they decide to wake up and say, hey, let's not put our players through the ringer and hope they survive. Let's try and make them survive. So we'll see what they end up doing here. But Mitchell's on a four-game, 40-point streak. I think it ends. But he has been awesome, quite obviously, um, throughout the whole season. He's done. He's good. For the Magic, Jalen Suggs. It's been a little bit of on-off for him. Good game, shit game, good game, shit game. Last game was the bad one. So are we back to the good game? Now, nothing changes with his minutes. 24, 24, 23, 26, 24. It's the same role every game. Just sometimes the shots go in, sometimes they don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable in trusting him in general, but with only this day and Saturday as pure streaming options, and when you're looking for defensive stats, your Suggs has got to be in the mix for us. Hopefully, he can be a bit more consistent. And then for deeper leagues, we have to look at the dart. Problem with my Google mobile Google mobile no, not the dart. Not the dart. Yeah, Gogo Badadze has assumed the backup center role. 
Mo Wagner's out of there. Um, Bol Bol's out of there. It's Goga, and he's getting pretty strong minutes. 13-22, 18-16. You can get a couple of blocks. You can get five, six rebounds out of him. He's interesting enough on a low-volume day um, that we do need to pay some attention there. The Heat and the Sixers is the next game we take a look at. Both of these teams play three more games this week. Both of them play Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So you're definitely streaming Thursday. You might be streaming Friday, and then Sunday, obviously not. Although, again, Sunday, there's, every team plays, but you might have 50 regular players sitting. It's possible. You might have, out of the top 50 fantasy players, you might have 30 guys not playing. That's legitimately a possibility. I'd very much love to see when we get to that final day, I'll probably do a tally on this, to see how many of like the top 100 per game players play on the final day. That'll be a really interesting thing to look at. Someone remind me of that. Someone tweet me about that on that Sunday. Um, all right. Jovic is out. Adebayo and Lowry are both questionable. They both played last game. I expect that they play. But the Heat are also... Basically, the entire Eastern Conference is locked into their spots. Like there's some toing and froing somewhat, but there's not much. If I go look at um, playoff status, which tells us the percentages of chances of, of teams, well, the Cavs are actually 100% locked in. So we've got the Bucks 99% chance at the one seed. The Celtics, 99 for the two. The Sixers, more than 99 for the three. They basically can't, they can't go down. Um, the Cavs 100% at the four, the Knicks 100% at the five, the Nets 95 at the six, the Heat 92 at the seven, the Hawks 80% at the eight, the Raptors 79% at the nine, and the Bulls 93% at the 10. So basically it's all decided, right? And especially when we're looking at like the Cavs earlier on, like they cannot move. So there might be some low minutes there for them against the Magic and the Hornets. It's something to pay attention to. And the Sixers, basically, they, they can't move down. They might be able to move up, but that's just not going to happen. So I don't know what they do. The six, the Heat have got a 5% chance of moving up to six um, and getting out of the plane and like 3% chance of moving down to eight. So they're locked in as well. Anyway, out of bio, they've been playing Kevin Love as the backup center, not Cody Zeller. I think Zeller is going to play if Bam misses, whether he starts or Kevin Love starts, I don't know. I would think it'd be a highly disastrous decision to start Kevin Love as the starting center, presumably against Joel Embiid. I think Cody Zeller's at least got a little bit more size and strength that you might put him out there, but I don't know. So we want to watch what Love's role is. And then also the Winter Soldier, Max Struess, who they continue to start at power forward. He can be shit else. We know that. He's like a worse version of Corey Kispert, where he gives threes and nothing else, and he's less efficient. If Lowry's out, it does push some more minutes to him, though. For the Sixers, D'Anthony Melton was atrocious last game. Really, really bad. But as I just detailed, the Sixers probably can't move from their spot. So does that mean that Harden sits a game? Embiid sits a game? And if so, Melton's value rises. Same probably, I would guess, for the Thick Hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. He's really dropped off over the last week or so, and we need an opportunity here for him to step back up to justify him being a hold. But the fact that they play Thursday, Friday, which you know, marginally, you'd probably start him on a Friday, means that we, we hold on, but we get a little bit debatable whether we do that for Sunday or not. That is, it's really going to be interesting to see how teams handle these last couple of games. 
Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, and you can bet on everything from the FanDuel, or from the FanDuel, from the money line to the point scorers, even threes drain, point spreads. It's all there. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. We've still got the Celtics as second favorites for the NBA title over the Phoenix Suns. Let's have a look at how much um, Joel Embiid's pushed into favorite and MVP. Minus 1,000. Wow. Because he had 50 points yesterday, that's it for people. The insanity in the voting process remains insane. It's actually it's so stupid. But anyway, Embiid is the absolute odds-on favorite here to win the NBA MVP. And I am not saying he doesn't deserve it, but the process is pretty ridiculous. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And don't forget to gamble responsibly. Also, don't forget to vote responsibly if you're voting for NBA awards. The next game is the Blazers and the Spurs, and holy shit. This game is, it's going to be disgusting. And I can't even tell you who's going to be in or out, because both of these teams want to lose. They both want to lose. Now, who is more desperate to lose? That is the question. And I'm going to bring that up and have a look, because the Blazers, they can't improve their odds. Right? They are 7 well, they're eight wins behind the Hornets. They can't get there. But they are one loss ahead of the Wizards, the Magic, and the Pacers. So a win for them is disastrous in terms of losing odds and all that sort of stuff. The Spurs are one loss. They're one loss behind the Rockets. They've both won 20 games. So they could go into a coin flip situation if they continue to lose. So both teams have gigantic incentive to lose. The Blazers can't get better odds, but they can get worse. And the Spurs can, can't get worse odds, but they can get better. So who is in this game? I don't know. And I think that it's going to be unbelievably risky to try anybody. I know, for, this is what I know. I know that Lillard is out, Simons is out, Nurkic is out, Grant is out, Winslow is out, Budgie is out. I'm going to guess that Reddish is out, Watford is out, Thibault is out, and Little is out. And I wouldn't be shocked if Shaden Sharp is out. I wouldn't be shocked if Drew Eubanks is out. Or everybody plays only 20 minutes. It is going to be a shocking, shocking day. On the Spurs, I don't know who is in or out. But last game, what I do know is that Birch and Bassey are out, and I'm very confident that Jeremy Sohan is out. But I think we might have Graham out, Collins out, Johnson out, Vassal out, McDermott out. They also brought, um, last game, Dominic Barlow went into the locker room late. So I don't know whether he's going to play. I'd Trey Jones, I'd have to think he's in pretty significant doubt. I think you're going to have Champagne, Mamu, Wesley, Jeng. Um, they'll apply for some long-term injury exception and bring some bloke off the street. This is going to be a disaster game, not only for working out who's going to play, but when we know who's going to play, what role are they going to play and how many minutes are they going to get? A Skylar Mays could be a great option. He might get benched because he's too good. They might sign some other scrap heap point guard to come in. Maybe Jimmy Fredette's available. Jabari Walker. Is Kevin Knox too good to play? Maybe Jabari's the option. What about Don Barlow? Could he start? Maybe. He's a good defensive stack guy. What about Branham? He can score. I, I Honestly, it is going to be so disgusting. And both of these teams play again on Saturday. 
and it could be equally disgusting there. But this one is shaping up to be the worst game of the season. Prepare yourselves. Um, what are we looking at here? The Thunder and the Jazz. That's the game we're looking at. Um, the Thunder only have two more games this season. They play Thursday and Sunday. So if there are fringe guys, you don't really have, maybe it's Isaiah Joe. Um, probably not the Bronco, probably not Shea, probably not Giddy, but definitely um, Midwest still in Brooks, Lou Dort. You can drop him after Thursday. And the Jazz go Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So they've got the two qualities stepping in there as well. We know that Clarkson is probably going to be out. Gay is going to be out. Walker Kessler is going to be out. Um, Pokushevsky missed last game for the Thunder. And the Jazz, in terms of their tank odds, they are two games behind... The Wizards Pacers Magic Group. It's going to be hard to catch them. But they are only one loss ahead of the Mavericks. So if the Mavericks lose, the Mavericks can jump ahead of them, worsening the Jazz odds. So I think that Markinen won't play in this game, especially because the Thunder are struggling themselves. I think Markinen won't play. And I think you're at risk of maybe a Linux sitting. It's risky. I, I don't know. They haven't done that with a Linux really, but that, that is something to watch here. Isaiah Joe. He's a good points and three streamer, but he is a little bit inconsistent. And then I do want to watch Lou Dort. I want to see a level of self-respect is not the right word, but self-awareness as to what you can and can't do. Because so far, all I've seen is what he can't do on offense. I'd like to see something a little bit different there, but I don't think I'm going to. And then for the Jazz, I am expecting sits and rests. So I want to see Luka Sharmanich, who could be a stream option in this one. I also want to watch the centers, Damian Jones and Yudoka as a BUK. As a BUK started last game, but Jones was the winner. Was that just because it was against the Lakers or is it because he's the better player pretty clearly? Yeah, I think it's probably because he's a bit of both, but mainly because he's the better player. I would much prefer Jones over as a BUK. I also want to watch Colin Sexton, who took a million shots, but he played only 15 minutes and he sextoned his way to like one rebound and two assists, which is the Sexton way. So I wouldn't be rushing to add him, but... Because they play on a five-game Thursday and a three-game Saturday, Sexton might be useful just because of the schedule. Same with Sharmanich and Dort and that. Like, there's not that many guys that are playing that you can uh, you can have a look at. Today's episode is brought to you by Ibotta. Groceries, school shopping, getting something for yourself. You know you're already doing it, so why not get some cash back for it with Ibotta? Watching your closet grow after purchasing, purchasing all this season's latest trends. How about you also watch your cash back grow with each purchase, with Ibotta. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items, from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after your shop and get your cash back. It is that easy. Ibotta gives you real cash back, not points. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, to PayPal, or into gift cards. You can even earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too. When you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, and Sephora, Best Buy, and more. So right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners five bucks just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. The next game is, in fact, the last game of the day. It is the Nuggets and the Suns. Both of these teams, are they going to be trying? Um, it's a really good question, Josh. I probably should have a look at that. The Suns, are, let's check the odds. The Nuggets are 99% locked into the one. The Suns are 100% locked into the four. All right, so the Suns may not be trying. They will be, actually, the Suns don't need to try for seeding, but maybe just in order to get their um, chemistry up. But they are locked in. They are the only team that is 100% locked in 
in the um, in the West, the Nuggets the next closest with 99. So these are the two teams who are the most guaranteed. Like the Grizzlies are 86% for the two, the Kings are 86 for the three, and then you've got a complete mess between five through 10. Um, yeah, where there's just so much uncertainty. No one has the only team that between five through 10, the only team that has a greater than 60 or greater than 50% chance of finishing in a particular seat is the Thunder at 66% for the 10 seed and the Mavericks at 67% to miss the playoffs. Everyone, every other position is up for grabs. So the Nuggets go Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Nice little Saturday in there. The Suns, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Maybe something interesting Friday. But again, the Suns have locked up. So on a back-to-back Thursday, Friday, uh, there might be some sits coming. Gillespie's going to be out for Denver. Jamal Murray, the headmaster, hurt his thumb last game. They basically, I think, just need to win one game here to lock themselves into the one seed. Um, maybe it comes in this one. Maybe it comes in one of their other ones. I don't know. I don't think they're really at any risk of losing the final three. But yeah, losing that one against the Rockets is pretty shit house. They play the Jazz on Saturday and probably the resting Kings on Sunday. I want to watch Peyton Watson because he appears to be in the rotation and he's a useful enough player for deep leagues, especially with only five games on. And then with Murray in doubt, the shark Bruce Brown is putting up some very, very strong numbers at the moment. Baby shark, Getting lots of minutes, playing a big role. They've taken Reggie Jackson out of the rotation. So Bruce Brown has really strong value Thursday, Saturday. For the Suns, Torrey Craig double-doubled last game. I don't trust it at all. But there is a chance that we get some sits happening here. So Craig and Okogi, especially Friday, but with a little bit of value here, maybe the Thursday, Friday, back-to-back, we can consider it if they do, in fact, sit Durant or sit Booker on the Friday. There is a possibility of that. I think I think we have to consider that a possibility. In terms of some injury replacement streams for questionable tagged players, if Adebayo is out, Love and Zala will be the two guys to go for. I think Zala's got more upside there, actually. If Lowry is out, Gabe Vincent and Victor Oladipo. Blazers and Spurs, like, who knows, man? It's going to be wild. Um, if Markinen is out, we've got Abaji and then Sharmanich. And then, who knows, maybe it's Toscano Anderson, maybe it is Fontecchio. Um, and if the headmaster is out, we go to Bruce Brown and then uh, maybe Reggie Jackson for deeper leagues. For the Thursday, Friday, back-to-back, if you can use someone on the Friday with 11 games on, you go Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, Paul Reed maybe, Max Struess, the Winter Soldier, Gogo Badadze, Josh Kogi, Jalen Suggs, Kevin Love. The Kogi one could be really interesting if the Suns sit players. In terms of streaming for Thursday, just in category leagues, we go to Eubanks and Mays, but again, very risky with Blazers. Same with Bates, Diop, and the Spurs. And Damian Jones feels a little bit safer in Utah. Chris Dunn, Caldwell Pope for Denver. Kevin Knox with the Blazers. Um, and Caleb Martin. Look, take all of the Blazers' projections with a grain of salt. Same with the Spurs. For deeper leagues, Jonathan Williams, who I think he's going to play, so we can feel safe with his minutes. As a Buke there, Paul Reed, Gogo Badadze, Big Shaq Harrison, Lucas Sharmanich, Dean Wade, and Pig Williams. And then for um, points leagues, these guys are all available in 40% plus of leagues. Horton, Tucker, Dort, Eubanks, Mays, Dunn. If Skylar Mays is available on Yahoo, which I know he's not, I think he hopefully he gets there. He's on, he's on fan tracks. Um, Chris Dunn, Karis LeVert, Kato Bates-Diop, and Jonathan Williams might be an interesting point stream there as well. But look at some chunky value here. So the guys that play Thursday, Saturday on the low volume days, we're looking at Drew Eubanks, maybe. Talk Taylor Horton Tucker, Damo Jones, Caldwell Pope, Bates Diop, maybe. Skylar Mays, Bruce Brown, Chris Dunn. But again, got to be flexible because you never know who's going to sit at any point. For the next four days, which is the end of the season, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, these guys are all useful and I think probably going to be startable even with the high volume days. Drew Eubanks, that is iffy depending on what they do, but he's got three games. Caldwell Pope's got three. He's a bit iffy as well. Mark Williams has got two. 
He should be back starting for the next two games. Damian Jones, doesn't matter if he starts. I think I'm interested in him with three games. Skylar May is in here, perhaps. Bruce Brown, three. Kata Bates, two up. Yeah, the Thursday one's looming very iffy. And Chris Dunn's got three games there as well. And that will do it for me today for the end of the Thursday streaming show, guys. Follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.